When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. Hey, Steve. What's up, guys? Hey, DJ Rock Lobster, what's up? I am clomping. Oh, yeah, baby. Comedy clomp. Coming off a sweet pump from last night. Thank you guys for asking. Good workout. Clang and bang. to work. Good, man. I got some good protein right after. Okay. You know, that 30-minute window uh, afterward when your body's saying, give me the good stuff, man. I do love the smoothie bar at that place. Oh, yeah. Oh, the one with the peanut butter. Oh, boy. They they took their... Do you know how much it is? We're not going to name any oh, places. it's like $8. Let's say it's 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 a big name place. Ten. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. For a regular size smoothie. Yeah. Ten dollars. Donna. Well, you know, times are hard right now. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And flat tie on. Or flat. inflation, sorry. Oh, I thought you were saying flat iron. Oh, <laughs> flat iron. Oh, what are, yeah, oh, goodness. Speaking of flat irons, we all need to get all gussied up before our meeting today. Oh, I forgot to Remember we were going to do oh. suit and tie, um, coat and tails kind of a thing? Oh, I... Donna. Okay. I went with a Procter & Gamble looking sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, from their loyalty club? <laughs> right. Uh, like my dad funny. used to do that with Marlboro stuff. Yes, you we get were, like a free jacket. We were collecting miles like crazy people. Camel, too. Did my that. dad yeah. got a Joe Camel <laughs> rain jacket that he gave to my brother, Scott, and my mom was immediately like, why are you getting <laughs> No, we're not going to have mascot. the nine-year-old be some Joe Camel walking billboard. <laughs> Weird. That's funny. I got yeah. music news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is, is the beat. Beat, 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 beat. Lil Nas X is... Uh, Getting ready to head out on tour, right, Rocco? His first tour? That's right. Wow. Not coming here, but... He's a great performer. He's very he's very theatrical. Yeah. Oh, that you could... Everybody would agree with. He's so good. And he wants this band to go on tour with him. Can you guess which band? More of a boy group. BTS. Good guess. Nope. New edition. Nope. Give us a hint. Mm, think kids. New kids on the block. Good guess. The Wiggles. Huh? He wants the Wiggles to go on tour with him. Isn't that awesome? Uh, no. Come on, that's great. You like the Wiggles? Yeah. 
I get it. They're ready to wiggle with you. But no, first of all, I don't like the wiggles, but I know that they're like a kid thing, right? Yes. I don't think that what? Because it's not like you're going to have a bunch of kids, four to nine year olds. No, because he's who are pretty. There. This is my naughty. point. So yeah. why are we doing that? I don't know. I don't know. I think somebody tweeted something and okay. then he was all like, right. yes, I'm down with it. I'm trying. He said, trying really hard to get the Wiggles to co-headline the tour with me. I will keep you guys updated. And then the Wiggles replied, we are ready to wiggle with you. And he was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Oh, boy. <laughs> this is this is what's going to happen now. I bet they're I bet outside of what they do with the kids stuff. I bet they're really good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the Wiggles stuff. I thought you did. Rocco, do you? The Wiggles? Yeah. Yeah, I know the Wiggles. You need me to play some? I can dig some up. They were one of the... Remember, there was a period back in the day where almost every kid music for that would annoy the heck out of parents. Like the yeah. Wiggles and Barney were sort of in that same era. Yeah. Sure. Raffy? I don't know. Was he any good? I don't know. The, I didn't, the songs I, used to be more grating. Yeah. We had a pretty good run. We we really liked the Okie Dokie Brothers. They were kind of a, a my kids go to kid music, mm-hmm. and that was actually pretty good. How about what Kids Bop is another thing? Well, Kids Bop is different. I like Kids Bop because there are all these songs that you don't realize. Guys, listen, Newsflash, you can call me Brutus and all you want. I don't give a flying fart. Most <laughs> every song, 90% is at some point sexual innuendo. Yeah. And by sometimes not innuendo, just very forthright about it. So as you have kids, you start to listen to songs. Kids Bob has the same songs that you know and love. And then they just change it up a few lyrics so that you don't have to explain to them what that weird phrase meant. You can just enjoy the otherwise really fun music. Yeah. Okay. What are you and, jiggling about over there, Procter kids. and Gamble? And there's some by kids. It's a bonus. I, um, I, I, I have a. Melta. Who's this from? This is from our friend Erin. Hello, Erin. She's great. I love her. She um, has a few ideas for some call-in segments. Oh, okay. Okay, because yesterday we had a caller who called in and uh, randomly went just a little sideways on us. So what do we have from Erin? Tell us about your most traumatic childhood memory. (laughs) Tell us about your most painful dental experience. (laughs) What has made you cry the hardest? Tell us about the most heinous injury you've ever received and tell us when your favorite pet died. (laughs) And she said, keep up the uplifting show. You know, (sighs) we had a couple call-in segments this week and we're going into a meeting with our boss, so write those down. Yep. That that went a little awry. I I probably shouldn't have said, tell us about a time you were bit, bitten by something. But it was all fine until the guy had his... Yeah, Rooster. Yeah, Rooster had his... By the Family way, package jewels. opened. Via <laughs> dog teeth. Rooster, if you're out there, you might want to mark your calendar for Friday at 11.30 no. a.m. Oh, no. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, boy. Oh, you're going to be on the air again. That'll be Great. during our uh, slow jam, which many of you know and love. And many uh, of you have stolen <laughs> <laughs> from First it was radio gr- community. First, it was Garage Logic lifting our bit, and then. The number two hit radio station in this market. 
Lo and behold. I was like, oh, yeah. what's going on here? We got yeah. listeners saying, wait, look at what they're doing. And I'm sure it's fine. They have listeners they going, this is a hilarious bit. <laughs> we should keep doing it. I'm like, what? Where have I heard this before? Uh, Rocco, you should years. feel outraged. You know, because you, you, you produce that for I us. I do produce it. I didn't come up with it. That was your idea. Yeah. So good job, yeah, yeah. Donna and Steve. Thank you. It all actually started Thank you, because Conan O'Brien. Donna was listening to the Conan O'Brien podcast and wasn't, weren't you thinking he was talking really fast? He was fast? talking real fast. And I was like, <laughs> dude, slow down. What are you doing? Well, lo and behold, that's when I found out that you can speed up. I was listening at one and a half speed. Yes. And then that day we were on a ro- at a remote broadcast a couple of years ago. Catherine Canine herself was there on the premises, and we then pulled up our podcast right. and played it at half speed. And we were, were in Minnetonka in or somewhere, yeah. Stitches. And oddly, that was just a couple of days, full circle, after I had been bitten on the face by a dog on television. Drew blood. <laughs> it drew blood, my friends. Drew blood. We're drew sorry blood. about that, Steve. I'm fine. Hey, at least your, you know, your package is okay. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. <laughs> the size of that animal. Oh my gosh! Could you mastiff, imagine? Right? Wasn't that a mastiff? It was a. Uh, it was yes, like it yes, a yes. big, big yep. dog. And oh my gosh! Let's wrap this up. Probably shouldn't have even gotten into it in the You're first place. You're probably right. But Thank here you, we Aaron. are. Thanks, Aaron. When we return, we have all sorts of goodies coming your way. Uh, oh, what do you learn about Sharon Osbourne? Ooh, well, she's finally talking about getting fired from her show, The Talk. On her new show, The Talk, I believe. Oh. We'll get to that coming up. And more drama from Amanda Bynes. That, too, Gee. coming right up on My Talk 1071. What should I have for lunch next Tuesday? Will there be flying cars in a few years? What if aliens arrive on Earth tomorrow? Uh, Steve, Steve, you must learn to live in the present. The Y is offering group classes to help you be more mindful and live in the moment. Joined by April 30th, and enrollment is just 15 bucks with 10% off dues till June. Wait a minute. Isn't that thinking ahead? Oh, cute. Join at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Steve. Hey, DJ Rock Lobster. Clumping, clumping. Sharon Osbourne is back on the air. She's hosting a show on the UK's new talk TV network, starring in, believe it or not, a show called The Talk. Uh, yesterday, she appeared as a guest on another program to again discuss her departure from the, uh, the talk. The American, the, the American, talk. the talk. Mm-hmm. She was on Piers Morgan's, um, Uncensored. Mm. And, which is interesting because he's kind of part of the reason that she was fired from the talk because she is a friend of, of, Piers Morgans. She defended him on an episode to the point where she was arguing with her co-host, Cheryl Underwood, over whether or not Piers Morgan had been racist. I believe it was in talking about Meghan Markle okay, and yes, some of yes, her comments, yes. and he had suggested that she was lying. So a discussion ensued, and the conversation got so ugly that Sharon issued an apology two days later, and CBS did an internal interview, yada, yada. She ends up getting let go. And she was telling peers that she's both angry and hurt by what happened. Uh, She had said that she's received death threats in the wake of the controversy. She had to hire security. 
she went through a difficult patch and then she at the um at the suggestion of Sarah Gilbert her mm-hmm. you know I guess executive producer I believe and co-host said you know go talk to somebody get some therapy and she did and she said you know she's in a blessed situation because no matter what she's got a husband who can take care of her mm-hmm. But what if she didn't? What if she didn't have like kids to raise or somebody was single in in that position? She said, my phone stopped ringing. Mm. She had, you know, no way to make money. And, you know, the future looked bleak. But she ended up, you know, uh, being treated for depression and uh, helping herself mentally. So she's over in the UK. Yeah. Doing this show. Meanwhile, Ozzy Osbourne, still back in L.A., and just reported within the last 30 minutes that she now has to fly back to L.A. because Ozzy has COVID. Oh, no. And she is worried about him and wants to be as close to him as she can. That makes sense. Because he's got health issues. You know. Right, yeah. Um, so she's flying back now. So that's the latest headline that breaks about Sharon Osbourne. So um, that's, a, that's a lot. But even, you know, and, and we hope that obviously that Ozzy recovers fully and um, is good to go after this bout with COVID. That's the hope. If that's the case, even so, that's a tough. That's a tough thing to do to be working in another that far country away. Yeah, is that's a lot. I wonder, I wonder why many... she couldn't do the show from LA and just air it. Yeah, in England. I don't know, especially with all of the you know technology we have today. Yeah. We could do a show right now in England. Yeah. Who's to say we're not in England? You guys don't know where we are. You're not watching us. <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, all the best to Ozzy. I yeah. hope he recovers. She did also say that she ended up going, getting three months of therapy and ketamine treatment for depression. Hmm. Not familiar. I don't know what that is. But um, she said the first few months, she, you know, it was really. It affected her mentally, she said, because after that, everything that she had achieved, she said all of her dreams had come true. And I didn't want the legacy for my family to be, oh, well, your Nana was on television, but everybody said she was a racist. So she never went on television again, Hmm. you know, and then Morgan said, had you ever been suicidal? And she said, no, not suicidal. I didn't want to give CBS that satisfaction. Mm. She's always got that little feistiness in her. Yeah, boy, she's got some bad blood with CBS. Yeah, I'm glad they're okay, though. I'm glad she's okay. Meanwhile. Yes, back at the ranch. uh, Crazy headline about Amanda Bynes this, this morning, trying to make sense of all of this. Here's the latest headline as it reads on TMZ. Amanda Bynes' fiance. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He calls the cops after she accuses him of using crack. That's the latest update on the story where I guess Amanda Bynes had posted some Instagram stories detailing... Uh, that her boyfriend, or fiancé rather, had stopped taking his meds. She found a stash of cocaine, saw him looking at porn, all this sort of stuff. Oh, no. And uh, she said he broke all of his mom's pictures and put salmon under her bed. Like, he went and vandalized his mom's home. I don't know if that's What is going on? But then he called the cops and said that like her behavior was alarming. I guess the cops showed up at their place in the middle of the night, like at 2.30 a.m. They're in the middle of a verbal altercation. Um, and Paul Michael, her fiance, told the cops that Amanda Bynes had been taking his Adderall and was out of control. Oh, my gosh. He said she kicked so him out sad. of the house, but he stayed until the cops came. It is. It's just that I, I don't know who to believe in this situation. Well, the two of them like met. A, Ed. AA, right? Yes. Yeah. And he was saying, you know, I don't know what she's talking about. Oh, man. This is not good. Yeah. And, this, and she this, just got out of that conservatorship. Exactly. This comes on the heels of that. And we were all talking about how it felt so different than the Britney conservatorship because her parents were in full support. Right. Of the conservatorship ending and all that. So weird, confusing headlines to try to make sense of, and I think we'll need to, the wisdom is waiting for a few more things to come out to really ascertain what exactly happened, but I just hope good things for for both of them, and for Amanda Bynes, where you've watched this troubled decade that she's Mm -hmm. had, and you just want to see her turn the corner and return to some level of, you know, I don't know if normalcy is the right word. But we'll use it. Stability. Stability. That's a better word, Donna. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. You're my buddy, Boo. Now, um, Rocco, we have a bone to pick with you. No. Oh, jeez. No, we're saving. I thought we were waiting for the meeting. Oh. 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 <laughs> That's funny. That's Wait, what's up. our bone? Do I know the bone? Our bone is today is superhero day. I don't know anything about superheroes, so do not make that the topic <laughs> of the College what? of Pop Culture That is knowledge. your bone. That's not That's my bone, my Donna. Bone. It's funny. That was the direction I was going to go. I started to write the questions, and I thought, this is sort of unfair for Donna. Thank you. So I switched it up. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be related to the NFL draft. Yes! come on! Thank you, Rocco. I fully (laughs) support you switching it up. What did I do to you? I think you'll be fine. I bet you won't be. In fact, if somebody wants to play, they have a chance to win four movie passes to see The Bad Guys, the number one movie in the country, in theaters now, thanks to a Fandango code for four. Call in. You could play. You could win. The number, 651-641-1071. Again, it's 651-641-1071. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Coming up when we return on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We've got a caller on the line. We've got yes. DJ Rock Lobster at oh, our service. Yeah. Let's play again. Time to go to college. Oh. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. 
Yes, I do want to see how smart you are. We will not be quizzing you on National Superhero Day. We will not be quizzing you on the birthdays of uh, Penelope Cruz or Anne Margaret. Captain Corelli's mandolin would have been a Penelope Cruz answer. Oh, that's good. Wow. Vanilla Sky! What? Wow. I don't know. Pretty good. Uh, but I thought, you know, tonight's oh. the NFL draft. <laughs> I don't know what your Steelers are going to do. They, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. That guy from Liberty. Yes, yes. I'll take Liberty, Willis. Liberty, Liberty. I'll take Kenny Pickett. <laughs> they say could still be around. Desmond Ritter, hearing a lot of good things out of him. Out of Where am I? Score north, zip it, Steve. Anyways, what I've decided <laughs> to quiz y'all on are uh, NFL players turned actors. All oh, right. NFLers no. that uh, maybe yes. did some acting oh, uh, after their career was over. We have about 8,000 people who have tried to call. Who have we deemed is um, the one who gets to play? We have Megan on the phone. The phone lines did light up once they heard they had a chance to win a Fandango code for four movie passes to see The Bad Guys, a fun animated family movie in theaters now. Megan was first to get through, and here she is. Hey, Megan. Hey, guys. You're our best friend. How old are you? Um, 33. Awesome. Very cool. Halfway to 66. What's happening in your day after you play the game? Um, probably just pick up the kids and hang out, dinner. Wonderful. This is Not great. Much. I can I ask one more question, Donna? You're going to get irritated. Okay. What's what what are you making? What what are you making for dinner, Megan? What am I making for dinner? Yeah, you have plans already. Um, not quite. I, I kind of just like wing it last minute, go to the grocery store, oh. kind of wander around and then decide then. Okay. Listen, you do you. All right. With that, uh, football players who became actors, that is our topic today because the NFL draft is tonight. A lot of folks wondering how, what our Minnesota Vikings will do. Meanwhile, you need to decide. Do you want to team up with Donna or would you like to team up with me, Steve? Um, I'm going to have to go with Steve. Nice. Oh, Donna. <laughs> That's her right. She had to choose someone. All right, Donna's... Yeah, it's tough. Megan, she's leaving in a huff right now. (laughs) So, all right, we've got the door closing behind us, and Rocco, I'm ready to go. All right, let's do it. We'll start with this one. Uh, This, of course, uh, like I said before, I'm going to be quizzing you on NFL players turned actors. This guy was the first NFL player to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and in 2019... He was revealed to be the deer on the masked singer. Name him. Pass. Uh, he plays Grief Karga on The Mandalorian and played a parody version of himself on Arrested Development. Pass. <laughs> and this quarterback was tricked into playing a visit to Bobby in season five of The Brady Bunch. Joe Namath? Mm-hmm. Go back to one. One, uh, he was the deer on The Masked Singer in 2019, and he was the first NFLer to get a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That was difficult. I and OJ didn't pop up anywhere. I know. I, you know, I try to leave double murderers off my. He was acquitted, Rocco. <laughs> the civil suit he okay. ended up paying. Okay. okay. Anyways. All right. uh, I don't know. I bet you you and uh, Megan can work these out. I doubt it. Megan, uh, any guess on who, the first NFL player to get a star in the Walk of Fame and was a deer on the Masked Singer? Um, Peyton Manning. <laughs> uh, all right. We'll go Peyton Manning just because it's fun to say that. Okay. It's not him, but who cares? I have and, no idea. 
Um, Steve, you watch The Mandalorian. You might get this. Uh, he plays Grief Karga on The Mandalorian. And if you watched Arrested Development back in the uh, you know early 2000s, he played a parody version of himself. I can't get it. I just cannot get it. Can we, um... Do you have any guess? <laughs> Megan, any guess? Uh, um, uh, Brett Favre. We're going to go with Brett Favre. <laughs> Final answer, Donna. And you feel good about Joe Namath on the Brady Bunch? Yeah, we feel fine okay. with that. That's our best Yeah, friend. I have no idea who that would be. All right, Strangely, here she comes. Steve only got the 70s one. Hey, guys. Donna's back. Hey, Donna, what's hey, up, buddy? what's up with you? How was the time out there? It was pretty good. Pretty it, good. This is hard. I don't know. Is it? it might be. Rocco, you're too hip for the room I don't sometimes. Think, once you hear these answers, I don't think you'll think I'm very hip. But okay, whatever. ready. Uh, we'll start with this one. From 2019, he was revealed to be the deer on The Masked Singer. <laughs> also a little bit of trivia. He was the first NFL player to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Name that former NFLer. Merlin Olsen. <laughs> he plays Grief Karga on The Mandalorian. And played a parody version of himself on Arrested Development. Hmm. Fran Tarkenton. Okay. And this uh, quarterback was tricked into playing a visit to Bobby on season five of The Brady Bunch. Oh, Joe Namath. Dang it. <laughs> well, who played the deer on The Masked Singer? Anybody? Uh, Fred Thompson. And who played Grief Karga on The Mandalorian? Uh, none other than... <laughs> Say his name. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Okay, well, you both got the same one right. Joe Namath. You got Joe Namath? Yes. Yeah. Did Megan help you? No, no. not what I got. Oh, wow. I thought you guys... I mean, you guys watch uh, the ever-popular American Idol. I also figured you were Masked Singer fans. No. Okay. He's saying that as a diss. No. I know. Terry Bradshaw. Oh, sure. I was close. Oh, Terry yeah. Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I I don't think of this guy as an NFLer, but Neither it's true. He did win. Uh, he did play one season and one game in the NFL in the early 70s. Carl Weathers. Yeah. I could have said he was Apollo Creed. Isn't he a singer? Apollo Creed. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. right, yeah. Um, that means we're going to have to go to the tiebreaker. For the record, Carl Weathers is not a singer. Bill, Bill Withers is. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no sunshine. I'm so glad you speak. Okay. Come on, Merlin Olsen, that Merlin was good. Olsen's funny, yeah. I was going to go with him. He was on Little House on the Prairie. Uh, That's Terry right. Cruz. Oh, yeah. Terry Cruz, oh, by sure. the way, the second NFL player to receive a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Oh, didn't go with him. Didn't go with uh, Alex Karras from Webster. Okay. Fred Dreyer okay. from Hunter. We have to go into the tie round. We are going to that tiebreaker. I'm cool it, Megan. From a movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking to my sister in the back. Oh, oh. I thought she uh, she was keeping Rocco on time. Hey, we got to go to the tiebreaker round. Let's go. Um, all right. This is for a chance for Megan to go see the bad guys. I'm going to play a clip from a movie that features a former NFLer. Tell me what movie you are hearing now. Brett? Donna. What the hell is Brett Favre doing here? Brett Favre. And what's the movie? It's called There's Something About Mary. I called him Mary. It's called Meet the Fockers. It's called There's Something About Mary. I'm just going to keep saying things. Did you hear Megan groan when you defeated her dreams of going to see Megan? You know what? I'm going to give picked it to me, her Megan. Anyway. There you go, Rocco. I'm sorry. I know. Just Damn because geez. of that groan. <laughs> Tell your sister to zip it in the background. Hey, listen, we're going to give you the prize anyway, okay? <gasps> we got the tickets, Molly. Yes. Aww. Aww. That's Aww, so that's, sweet. Oh, no.
That's sweet. That's great. You guys have the best time. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Love you. All right. We love you, too. Stay on the line. Rocco, we'll talk to you. All right. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye now. (laughs) That was hard. That was difficult. That was hard, was it? Yes, Rocco. You have to give us, like, you know... Name one color of the rainbow. <laughs> I said you know? I said I couldn't believe O.J. Simpson didn't make it like what he did in yeah. Naked Gun and sure. stuff like that. Rocco said he doesn't include double murderers on the show. Oh, well, I said he was acquitted. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, the juror, I knew the juror. You did? Well, no, I just know. I'm thinking of Donna right now as the oh, juror. Right. Boy, just imagine you'd been on the O.J. trial. Oh, my word. I, I mean... All you can do is go with the evidence that's given. So you would have acquitted him as well. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch the whole trial. I don't know what all the evidence was. I don't know. How about if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. What a line. That guy, huh? Johnny Cochran, God rest yeah. his soul. Yep, yep. Also, um, Mr. Kardashian. Robert Kardashian. Yeah, God rest his soul as well. Mister, what do you say when you can't think of someone's name? Do faux respect. You ever have an idea for an emoji? No. Well, if you've got a great idea, now is your chance. Wired.com just did a big like write-up on how to officially submit them Yeesh. to a group that handles this stuff. It's a nonprofit called Unicode consortium and they accept proposals each year from april through the end of july but it's a pretty rough submission process you have to include original artwork examples of how you would use the emoji uh things like google search stats to prove other people care and it all has to be in a very specific format how do you prove other people care i'm not sure they won't approve an emoji idea that's already been rejected in the past two years. And there was a huge list of all the emojis ever submitted. Here are a few they decided not to add for various reasons. An angry poop emoji. That would be great. In what context would you use it? You know, I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) what? <laughs> <laughs> not what i was expecting i thought maybe like if you had the stomach bug yeah exactly i thought it'd be like you're oh poop you're really angry about something oh sure that's good I that's good too i'll be right or i'll back. be right back <laughs> <laughs> all right what else what were other rejected emoji ideas you weirdo bitcoin and dogecoin emojis oh i would have liked that it'd be nice to know what it looks like a marijuana leaf, a condom, Rocco. two different dumpster fire emojis. That would have been fun. A hangover emoji would have been good. Ooh. Dumpster fire is a good idea. I love that one. Yeah. Flip flops. There's something I don't want to say. A mic drop emoji, a pinky swear emoji. These are good. These What's are good. your problem? I very rarely use emojis. Remember, I just realized. Oh, I always do. I forgot that I had them on my phone. Outside of the normal ones, like on Instagram, people always put interesting emojis, and I always wonder where, do they where are they finding them? Where do they find them? And they're just on your on your keyboard. I just forgot to hit that. I always do for a smiley face. This is true. I will do colon close parentheses, and then sometimes it'll upgrade it to a mm. yellow emoji smiley face. 
Mm-hmm. I'm more okay. of a GIF guy than I am an emoji guy. Yeah, I do love a good GIF or GIF. Hmm. So who is the, who are the keepers of the emoji powers? They are on um, these wire.com. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. They no are on. Um, here's a. Uh, if you want, I could send you a link. That's fine. Would you I've like? Always, I've always wondered who these people are because it's not just an Apple thing. It's not just an Android thing. They're just out there, right? Yes. Emojis. Yes. Oh, I like that you say from? emoji. You ever seen the emoji movie, Rocco? I think my boy did, but I did not. You know, it's it has really bad reviews, and they are unwarranted. It's not. Oh, I'm not it saying really it's good? a great. No, I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it is cute. And it moves. And I like it when they take you inside of the internet in a movie. Sure. And that's what happens there. We got to go. Bye now. When we come back. Oh, celebrities who were friends before they became famous. It's kind of a fun list. Yeah. We'll get to that and more coming up next on My Talk. Hello. Appreciate you guys listening. It's the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Woo-hoo! I always think it's kind of interesting to see who's really like friends with who in real life in the world of celebrity. With whom? Okay. I'm just saying. If you would say him, you would say whom. If you would say he, you would say who. You're welcome. Donna, you're giving me that spaced out look like I may have just quickly bored you in 10 seconds. Are you sleeping with your eyes open? <laughs> just get off my case, man. Listen. The, you, I, I'm going to start correcting you. You always correct me. Yeah, but sometimes I let a lot of them slide. See, this is why I just asked you during the break, how do you deal with people who aren't self-aware? And you didn't even pick up on it. This is my point. I get it. It was a joke. Whatever. I like to know who's friends with whom. It's interesting to know that. Just like I mentioned earlier, Andrew Garfield and your boyfriend, Jamie Dornan. I would have never put those two together. Exactly. Big, big time buddies before they got famous. So some celebrity friendships, you know, yes. So you know it's real because these are people who, you know, go way back. Like Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire. Oh, we've sure. seen We see those guys together quite Didn't a bit. they have like a big poker game for a while? Like a big celebrity poker game or something? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. They, uh, they met when they were 12. Going to the same auditions. Here's one that'll catch you by surprise. Cameron Diaz Mm -hmm. and Snoop Dogg. No. Mm -hmm. They went to the same high school in Long Beach. That's got to be wild. She's pretty sure she bought weed from him. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's got to be wild, though. I think they're, they're two very famous people. Yes. From the same high school. We went to high school together. And we both had the same, like, Huge level of success. Snoop Dogg a little bit more, but BJ Novak and Mm -hmm. John Krasinski. Who both starred in The Office together. That's right. They were childhood friends and they played Little League together and they went to the same high school. Oh my gosh. Adorbs, right? I remember when I saw Hollywood High School for the first time and I thought, get out of town. There's There's a a Hollywood High School. Right in the middle of Hollywood. And you always wonder, what stars are there? You sure do. Gwyneth Paltrow... And Maya Rudolph, they met when they were kids because their dads were best friends in college. So their dads were friends. Oh, sure. So, you know, buddy comes over, kids play. Hmm. This one's really interesting. Lauren Hill or Lauren Hill and Zach Braff. Hmm. Peculiar. 
They were childhood friends and went to the same high school. Lauren even went to Zach's bar mitzvah. That's cool. Wonder what high school. I do too. In New York, maybe? Yeah, yeah he's from Jersey. He's a Jersey guy. So, remember yeah, maybe. he did the movie Garden State. Have you watched that? It's been a long time. But I just figured you would like it because it's, you know, the Garden State. Set in. I suppose you think I would like Jersey Girl, too. I'm just saying. And probably Gili. <laughs> Movies about dumpsters. Gili. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler met in 1993 in a comedy improv class. Second City in Chicago? Were they trying? You Is that right? Yeah. Say it. Chicken in a car and a car can't go. Thank you. Chicago. Adam Levine and Jonah Hill. They're up. They grew up together in L.A. because their dads were childhood friends. Oh. Jonah, yes. Jonah's brother. Was their manager. Was Maroon 5's manager. And Jonah officiated Adam's wedding in 2014. How about that? Wow. Sidebar. Who does Stevie Boy have more of a man crush on? Adam Levine or The Rock? I think Adam Levine looks very cool. I'm going to put a Mount Rushmore of just dudes that I think look cool. Man, right now, right now, okay, I, I great. can do at least three: Adam Levine, The Rock, Josh Duhamel, and I need a fourth person up there. I could always go Clooney. I'm not afraid to go Clooney. You know, Marnie can invite you. I mean, introduce you. You to you, Josh. Don't say stuff like that. That especially because I didn't even ask up. her. Well, you're going to be seeing her soon, so yeah, we're going to have coffee. I love it. Coffee you know, talk. Coffee talk. I'll lead with Dumel. All right. Lisa Kudrow and Conan O'Brien met uh, in an improv class and even dated briefly. Thanks. Really? Yes. Who knew? Nobody. I'm taking an improv class right now. Thanks for asking. Don't, no, you're not. Okay, really what? Am. Where are you taking it? Huge in Uptown. Oh, yeah. I've performed at Huge before. Really? What's huge? It's a, you know, improv. Was it place. the comedy sports place? Uh, no, it's actually like a former t-shirt shop. It's at like Lake and Lindale, pretty much. I uh, was taking it before the pandemic, and you know who else was in my class? Donnie Love. Oh, I have a friend who took one of those classes too. Well, it's kind of like the producers at the station are looking for a way out. Yeah, we're trying. (laughs) Trying Booked at the Orpheum. That if you're looking for something fun to do, I don't know if it's still there, but that comedy sports, which is an improv group, very fun for kids. I I remember great for kids when when my sister first moved to Minnesota back in the late nineties. I remember she would come home and tell us about comedy sports because she was doing some theater stuff and oh. they would go to comedy sports to watch these performers. So fun. Really fun. And it's like, you know, group participation so the kids can, you know, come up with things. At that huge improv theater or that huge theater, Rocco, mm-hmm. I think that's where I did, the, they had a, it's called a Celebrity Armando Night, I believe. Okay. And this is where you go, quote unquote celebrity, right? But then you go and uh, I would get up and tell a story about my life. And then they would take the stage and make a scene, improv scene, based on that story. Oh, that's adorable. I love it. It was fun. It was really fun. That's cool. Super fun. I'll just wrap up. Uh, There's uh, improv at uh, Steve's uh, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, too, right? Yes, Stevie Ray's comedy, Friday and Saturday nights, 28 bucks. Woohoo! Judd Apatow and Adam Sandler, they shared a $900 a month apartment when they were trying to get their comedy careers off the ground. Well. 
And finally, and finally, John Mulaney and Nick Kroll, they met in an improv group when they were both going to Georgetown. Oh, thank you. I got a little uh, John Mulaney movie news coming up. Do you? Yeah, at 11 o'clock, he's going to be in a new movie that looks kind of fun that got me all excited about a summer of movies. Oh, boy. And then I told my wife. He's got another goal. And it was uh, not met with the same enthusiasm. Maybe you'll share that story. I shall. When we return, it's Donna, Steve on my talk.